1: Well, it's an exciting day over here at Sloppy Seconds. It's, this episode
2: is wild, and you're going to be hard by the time you leave. TGI yeah. Hog, you know what I'm saying? T- <laughs> 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 On this week's episode, we have the wonderful and hilarious Matthew Camp, and we talk to him all about OnlyFans. We talk to him about being in upstate New York. We talk about attempted arson. Ba-ba. Oh yeah,
1: we we actually had some very deep conversation. the The most fascinating would be about human evolution. To have a self lubricating butthole because they Matthew don't is a exist! believer.
2: They don't exist. This is my new. This is the hill I will die on. Your butthole does not lubricate <coughs> itself. All right, well, let's get to the episode now. I'm angry. Enjoy. Goodbye. Forever. <laughs> Dog.
1: When your first choice is a big old
2: bus, you turn around and boom, boom. You, you end up, up with us, sloppy second. Oh, Diva. Our number is 213 536 918 Our email is sloppysecondspot at gmail.com. Now on with the show. How you swapped you stupid little fucks, you nasty fuck you nasty fucks, you stupid little fucks. Fox, do we have a wonderful guest today on Sloppy Seconds with Big Dipper and Meatball. I'm Meatball, and that's Big Dipper. And Hello. Hi. Nah, I just want to say, before we introduce the guest, I have gone out to bars twice this week. No and you mask feel, And inside. you're feeling good. Well, here's the thing, and I'm going to say jump in on it now, because you know I used <laughs> to get really anxious about going to bars and stuff, because they were always so crowded. But right uh-huh. now, because of the limit of people that can be in there, and because I'm fully vaxxed and I feel like I'm safe now because the CDC, I enjoy a half-empty bar. I've been going to bars that I used to love to go to. Like, let's say Bar and 4100 are normally so packed and crowded that you couldn't even order a drink or you were, like, waiting for forever. Mama, they're basically empty, and you still see the same people you want to see because all the alcoholics are out. Do you pay double, though, to keep their bills going or what? No. Uh, in fact, one of the bars that I went to, Literally didn't make me pay for a round. And I was like, Do you want to stay open? Like, I was like, Are you they sure? They were like, I they want We're, like, to we're pay good. For it. And she's like, No, it's good. Meeple, I love you. It's fine. And I'm like, No, but I want to. I want to help you stay open. They I were like, the we, GoFundMe.
1: we raised a quarter million dollars on GoFundMe. We're good.
2: Yeah, we're good. <laughs> and I'm like, No, no, no. But see, that money goes away. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's bring in our
1: very special guest. We have adult performer, artist, Ooh. model general personality and recently I, ju- I just found out uh, a weed smoker matthew
2: K <laughs> <Yeah>. hey,
0: hey. <laughs> hi everybody hi hello Mee-ball.
2: hi matthew how hey. are you
0: i'm good i love a half empty anything like i don't mind sharing with a friend yeah or not you know what i mean that's great
2: it was so i mean it's so nice have you been out to any bars yet are you what's going yeah. on in your life How's that I just been? saw
0: Jasmine Rice um, She does like a show where you like buy tickets And they give you like Snickers And like Pringles So it was good, it was a great show
2: Wait, Is where it are you? Okay. Wait, What's going wait, on? Most of our listeners will probably know you From Slag Wars or from your work On the OnlyFans Or from your underwear But where are you right now? Like in the world? Yes,
0: yes. Oh, I'm like upstate New York Okay Yeah it's beautiful. It's, it's nice. It's very quiet. Um, There's a lot of trees.
2: So is is that where you've been hiding out for most of quarantine? And also I know that um, you were a victim of a horrible hate crime. Um, So Uh, did you just moved? Yeah. Okay. Arson. (laughs) Yeah. Did they ever find the man that did it? No, but I don't know because
0: it's a police investigation. So really they're not going to tell me anything. You know what I mean? So I don't really, they haven't kept me up, like updated or anything, but I have a psychic and she says, I'll never find out who did it. So I'm okay. With really? That. Guess <laughs> why it was the psychic. No, she's in England. Oh. I'm not flying all the way over here just to do some mischief.
1: Well, well, I think we should take a step back. Let's start first with Slag Wars
0: because ah, yes. I think
1: as of late that is where a lot of people sort of relearned about you or saw you in a new and different way. So yeah. you weren't you were you weren't like a host of that show but you were a fixture of that show. You 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 what, what would you call your position on that show? Or would you call it the, like the slutty Tim Gunn? Yeah. You know oh, I mean? Okay, you were like a coach. Yeah. Okay. You were like yeah. a coach. So how did that all yeah. happen with men.com?
0: Well, so through Daddy Couture, really, um, right. we had, like, the Daddy Couture team, and we were like, we have to do something else with this besides just T-shirts. Let's do some, like, reality TV. We all sort of, like, thought, like, oh, this is a great idea. So, you know, we did it. Um, Daddy Couture is, is basically, like, a, it's a, a there's a huge group of people behind it besides just uh, myself and Rebecca. So there's like a whole team of people that are, and the Rebecca
1: are, you're referring to is Rebecca Moore of Cock Destroyer. Of the fame. Cock Destroyers,
0: yeah. But she's out of here. She's like, I
2: don't want to do it no more. Oh, wait, with, she's with out Daddy of, Couture. With out of Daddy Couture, or out of yeah, out of Daddy, yeah. Really? But so did it? Did Daddy Couture start as just clothing? Like it was just t-shirts when y'all started, just t-shirts and underwear, yeah, and and underwear. Then, yeah. Yes, I remember the photo shoot. I remember it well. Yeah. Now. <laughs> It went from that to then, y'all, your team was like, let's pitch a reality show, and Men.com immediately was like, we'll have it. We'll take it. We love um, everyone's work. Uh, yeah, I think uh, me, I have
0: a. I had a good relationship with Men at the time because I believe I was like an uh, exclusive performer for them. Um, so they were eager to do projects, and they're huge fans of the Cock Destroyers. I mean, who isn't? Yeah, yeah. I don't agree.
1: did you did you have the idea for the show and try to shop it to a non-pornographic producer or like network or production house like were there moments when you were like this could be on hbo max or something like that or did it always feel like it should stay in the like adult realm
0: well of course i think so i have like a different viewpoint of the adult realm than i think most business people do or and, and that is that I think that like pornography is like a staple of human civilization. I think yeah. it's something that companions consciousness. And I think that it's something that is like super important for our development, technologically speaking and emotionally speaking. And like politically speaking, I think that you could see like a much more democratic society with that's more accepting with like sex, you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. the, and the sale of sex. And you can see that already, like in a trend with like um, different states, like New York City, just sort of decriminalized um, like sex work, you know, so right. you can see, all right, these are people that start treating them with respect. And you see trends like that happening. But even like DVDs, I talk about this a lot. DVDs were originally for pornography. They started. That technology started and took off because of pornography. Communication technologies that like double every four years, that is um, sort of like technology, or sorry, pornography is like um, fuel for that, for technology. Yeah, that was it, like, happening helps
1: with- with all the virtual reality stuff and like all the like sex doll stuff, like all of that is at the forefront and people are making virtual reality porn. And now it's like, Oh, there's like a golf game. You can play in your living room. It's like people were literally fucking virtual people five years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> exactly. So, you know, it's the super important part of our society. So I think like one, we, I, I understood from a very, I can't speak for the rest of the people on the project, but for myself, I understood from very early on that this was something that was sort of left field. It was like not what people were used to seeing and they didn't really know how to like um, sort of um, contextualize it in a way that, cause it's not sex. There's like really no sex in it. It's sexy and it's fun, but mm-hmm. it's not really adult. There's nothing really adult about it besides just right. the attitudes that everybody has, which is right. that they're cavalier yeah. about sex, and so I think that that is confusing for people because they're like, "Why isn't this porn?" I thought there was going to be like cum dripping out of gaped assholes,
2: and I'm not gonna I lie, I thought that too when I first saw that it was going to be on Men.com, and it was like sl- called Slag Wars. I was like, "Oh, yeah, they're going to be fucking for reality TV." But then I, I mean, it's better than that. It's smarter than that. It's funnier than that. Well, sex is all is that, too. Sex is more than
0: just this sort of like um, physical interaction that you Not have. the it's way so I do men- it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, there's so much mental stuff and there's so many. It's also like therapy. Like how many times has someone been like abused and then they think about the abuse in a different way or they recontextualize it while they're having sex. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm sure like lots of people, uh, yeah. including myself, probably have done things like that. So, like, I think it, it's, it's more than just, like, this physical interaction that we have. There's something very spiritual about sexuality. And I think that there, this sort of move for men was sort of, like, dipping their toe into that pool. Like, let's see what there is more than just this, like, hardcore sex thing. Let's, like, right. explore sort of, like, the relationship aspect. So. Were
1: you expecting it to be
0: such a hit? Because
1: it was, like, everyone was talking about Slag Wars.
0: Oh, that's good. I mean, I gotta say, yeah, totally. There is <laughs> huge holes in the market as far as like queer. Oh, you know, go, hunger and, FF. Like, what was that?
1: You said there are huge holes in the market, and I said, oh, you know, hunger FF. Yeah, <laughs> hunger he did a hung. he did a fisting show for us, and he has a huge hole.
0: Oh yeah, I love it. Yeah. Um, not. I feel like fisting is like something that not to like sideline. I feel like it's so popular now. Like, a lot more than it, like, used to be. Meeple takes that a, lot I... of,
1: a
2: lot of credit. Well, yes, yeah. <laughs> I, it was me, myself. I've never done it, but I definitely take credit. No, but it's just crazy <laughs> to see how many people have been doing it for so long, but felt like they couldn't talk about it or felt shame about it. Mm-hmm. And now it's truly like the gays are like, I would like to wear the smallest veto I can and fit the largest thing up my hole. Like that's the two goals this summer. And I'm excited to see how many fists I can watch enter someone's rectum. Same. You ever fisted anyone? <laughs> of course. <laughs> ah.
3: Who are you talking yeah. to? i would like...
2: <laughs> I'm, like, obsessed
0: with, like, evolution lately. And I've been, like, watching all these videos about, like, all these different animals, like, acquiring these, like, new skills through, like, these, like, forced living situations in their environment. And I was, like, hello, fisting. Same thing. I'm sure it's been happening for, like, hundreds of years. But for whatever reason, now human beings are, like... What's the forced we,
1: living what's the forced environment that they're living in where they have to We've been living fit, in an environment with no fists in our holes? <laughs> they have to fit these huge dildos uh, well, up their probably asses for just, survival. Like,
0: living in concentrated environments with uh, other people, like like in like in a city, you know what I mean? In like a in like a highly condensed area with lots of people. It causes people to do funny things.
1: Uh, I saw a meme, uh, uh, a photo of like a like a diner with like a bar, you know, like the uh, the the counter, the counter at a diner with mm-hmm. those old like Ooh, circular yeah. swivel seats. But because of yeah. COVID, they weren't allowing anyone to sit there, so they had these cones. Yeah. They had like little soccer cones on each seat, <laughs> like taped down. And the the meme was like uh like gay it's brunch a great is thing back night. yeah exactly <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like the old that old joke how do you get four gay guys to sit on a bar stool flip it upside totally down. they
0: get a free drink for each ring that they pass. <laughs> <Yeah>. ah! <laughs> okay so
1: okay so cool so slag wars how amazing you're you made this like
2: really great and successful show well with... i have a question okay yeah, yeah. Is there gonna be a se- is there gonna be another season because of recent events with the cock destroyers? I mean, are will they oh, are will they you're taking a long drag off that that little vape pen there. Are they gonna be able to work together I to do it. another season? Or you don't know.
0: Ooh, look well, at I don't know the answer to that. But I think that um there's definitely listen you don't have to be Rebecca or Sophie to be a cock destroyer. They are the originals. But listen, there's a lot of whores out there. A lot of people <laughs> sitting some on cones this house. at bars <laughs> trying to get free drinks. <laughs> so there's an opportunity for, for other people to take, that, the, take the, that cat and fuck it. That's not the same, but you know what I mean. Skin that cat.
2: But it. but <laughs> yes. I guess my Take question that is that and fuck it. What's your but, question? Okay, so <laughs> what you're saying is that yeah, I understand that there's a lot of other cock destroyers out in the world, but like to me, to me, Sha'man, I yeah. I kind of felt like they carried it. So like a replacement you could get I'm sure there's a ton of other bimbos that would be great at it, but like there's something about their chemistry and their their like level of notoriety that I feel like would be hard to replace.
0: Really, yeah, well,
2: you can't think of like three people off the top of your head. Pamela Anderson.
1: Let's talk about. <laughs> let's. Like, we'll just move past it because we can't. We can't put it on the show. Let's talk about Chase Icon <laughs> because one of oh the my God. one yes, of the please. amazing Love. things wow. about the Cock Destroyers or about the Slag War show was that Chase did all of this like really fun voiceover stuff and, um, like introed the show every week, like. What a fun oh, yeah. yeah, Chase is like so incredible, and she just carved out a, a spot for herself on the internet,
0: truly iconic, uh, yeah, I love her. She is amazing, beautiful, great to work with, very sweet, very professional, um very sexy. I was like, okay, this thing, um, yeah. the evolution yeah, nothing- from
1: like making videos at her job at starbucks to and then really start- <laughs> hosting a viral fucking show in like full yeah, glamour you're like wow we really are watching the american dream yeah, <laughs> she is iconic
0: to- yeah i hope to work with her again i think she's amazing
2: well, that's
1: awesome okay let's talk about your origin story
2: after this yes. after this wonderful break And we're- Who's the host? I need to know. (laughs) Eating better is easy with Factors Delicious
1: ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted,
2: that this quality of food can just be heated up in the microwave. And so fast. I also love it because I am a, a very much into ordering delivery. I and now know. having all the food there, I can kind of make, pick what I want and it's ready in two minutes. I don't have to wait an hour for stuff to get delivered. And these are way healthier options than ordering delivery.
1: Completely. And when they have multiple things in them, you know, sometimes it's like, oh, if I cook for myself, all I'm going to eat is the biggest bowl of pasta you've ever seen in your life. But this oh, is yeah. like, you get a little
2: pasta And the chicken and a vegetable all in one dish. Looking for gourmet meals? Try meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, truffle butter, broccolini, and asparagus. And factor meals eliminate the hassle of prepping, cooking, or cleaning up. All you gotta do is heat up and savor the good stuff. That's code SloppySeconds50
1: at Factormeals.com slash SloppySeconds50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box while your subscription is active.
2: That's a sleigh, baby. All right, and we're back from break. And we're gonna get to the bottom of Matthew Camp. How did oh. you start? Did you start in the New York City nightlife? Is that how you began? I
0: did. I was working, so I like moved to New York uh, with like a friend. I'm gonna give you like the real Cliff Notes version.
2: Well, and if anything sticks out, I'll ask more uncomfortable questions about it.
0: Totally. <laughs> um, so I moved to New York with a friend. We were both like early 20s. I think I was like just turned 21, or I was, or I was like 20 and um from she, where i like, had you just move? broken up with from northern california oh yeah and so oh. then i was so we moved there i was working so you moved to I new got, york like, with a, a dream job. in
2: your heart and a hog in your pants <laughs> jesus <Yeah>. christ <laughs> and in my mouth ah! your friend had a day like a hot dog
1: oh
0: okay so- no 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 um so we moved so we moved to the Lower East Side. We were staying with Epiphany Get Paid. I don't know if you know who that Epiphany is. Oh!
3: Get Paid.
2: Yes, I know Epiphany yeah, Get yeah. Paid. Yeah. So you moved to the Lower East Side, my favorite part of New York. Um you're down there, you're living with a wonderful performer, Epiphany Get Paid. So how do you start breaking into the nightlife scene?
0: So I I started working at like Patricia Fields and I started was like working at Mac and like then i was like i need more money so then i became like a stripper for like a few nights a week at this place it's like sleazy club club called like club 20 and they had like men's review night
2: and i would like you do
0: like your little dance you like you do your tips and then you do like your um your like lap dances and you like make your cash and it was like fun i was like really young i was like 20 i looked really young um And I was, like, much smaller than I am right now. So, like, I was serving you full twink. Oh! Full twink. Yeah, yeah. And so... Can I ask you a question about
1: lap dancing? Yeah, yeah. yeah. What is, like, your best lap dance experience? And then, like, what's, like, a shitty lap dance experience?
2: Uh, When did you get shitty? When did you poop on them? (laughs) Yeah.
0: That's why you keep those other hogs out of your mouth. <laughs> the, I guess the best one was like this kid came in who was like maybe like just turned 21 and um he was like not out. He was from like Ohio or something. He was like visiting New York City and like I gave him a lap dance and he like just like ripped my shorts off and like started sucking my dick. And I was like, okay, you're like real hot. So I don't even mind. And you're paying me for this. So that's probably best case scenario for that. Okay. But worst case scenario was like, the one time there was like this, some like, I don't know, East Middle Eastern Prince or something that came in and he like requested a dance with me. He was like real handsy and like real aggressive. And I did not like that at all. Nothing like really terrible happened, but. At the same time, was I was like, I don't like I don't like that.
2: I would have been like he was, yes, who cares? Do whatever I don't you want care. to me. I would like all the jewels wow. in the land.
1: <laughs> Jewel me down. Yeah, right. What's interesting about that story though is that like the one guy they was handsy, handsy and you hated it, and the other guy got so handsy he sucked your dick, but you liked it. Um, I think that is what is fascinating about the conversation around consent. We had this conversation with someone nuance. else recently, is like nuance and it, th- that's the whole point of consent. The exact same behavior from two different people could be deemed completely inappropriate or totally acceptable, depending on whether or not you consent to it, which is why that consent and that communication or that understanding is so important.
0: Well, also, here's the big difference between both those people. One guy was smaller than me, and one guy oh. was much bigger than me at the time. So that dynamic, there's already like a power difference dynamic there, which also plays into it as well.
1: Also, he's a prince, so I'm sure he has secret service with him, and they could have handled, they could have taken no, care of No, he was anything.
0: like by himself; that no one else was in there with me. But they were oh, way so outside. So he was a there's prince. Like people.
2: Oh my god! I don't know. It I don't know he was. He was
0: just like rich. and...
2: <laughs> was he in a purple suit?
0: <laughs> Stop
2: okay yeah. so you're it was dancing. him and scary
0: spice <laughs> they both came in and begged me
1: you're dancing oh. in this club and and then like how does like the evolution of you just as like a, a stripper and a dancer to make money become like the matthew camp brand because you really made a name for yourself in new york
0: yeah so there was like um there was like a real pivotal point in that journey, which was um I had been like I started so I started dancing, stripping, and then I started go-go dancing because it was like easier. I didn't have to deal with um like private area mm. or anything like that. It was like I could just go like dance on a bar and like make cash for it with law, which was like better a better situation for my person. So um I just started doing that and then people kept hiring me. I was like working like almost every night dancing. Um, and I like won an award for it, which was like a, I forget what it was, like a grabby a glammy? or something, a glammy? I don't know. A glammy, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. a glammy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yes, uh, music uh, music
3: award the Glammy
0: Award Glamby yeah, I know. That's a very exclusive award. Bitch,
2: it is. Right. What are it, you talking it, about?
1: <laughs> After all this time, if you look back at the people who have won Glammy Awards, the people who have hosted Glammy Awards, it's like they are all now international stars. It's like Bianca and Bob. Oh and yeah, yeah. I know yeah, you were about true. to say
2: Beyonce.
1: <laughs> Beyonce has a Glammy
2: Award. I'm <laughs> no, just kidding. Oh, probably I mean, actually, I wouldn't be surprised. Brita Filter um, has like two. Yes so
0: then uh these guys came and came up to me and were like hey let's uh film a documentary it's not going to really pay that much um but we want to do this like movie project with you and i was like at this phase where i was just i'll say yes to anything Mm. like i don't care like how much it paid i would just do it just to like just to do it yeah just to try it and like do new things so that was one of those things and i was like sure let's do it let's start doing stuff so um we made we made that movie it was called getting go um it went really really well i went like around the world for like a bunch of different like um events for it and like that was really fun and i think that was really when i had adopted instagram and started acquiring a lot of followers so that helped what also. year was, was like in an, 2014 and dyslexic 2014 No 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 right before After. um that's when the videos yeah, I are know.
1: from on youtube they say 2014 uh, on
0: them probably then yeah wow so, so not that now long you're clocking ago. me <laughs> not
1: clocking you i just did research before the interview Uh um, it's like 10 years ago
2: yeah that's well, crazy yeah. so okay so when did you i mean when did you start being like okay i can really turn this I like so you shoot that and are you like i'm gonna start making clothing or i'm gonna turn this into a hosting event like how did you get out of go-go dancing
0: while i was while i go dancing and um doing that stuff i was also like making clothes for like drag queens like sherry vine and like peppermint for them oh. to like perform in so i was always i've always oh. been doing like 20 million things at once i also had like a fragrance line that i was doing um I for a while about the fragrance line. for a long time
2: what are what are the scents? Was there like a cum-scented one? Was there uh my balls? Pits? Was Musk. there balls? Musk. <laughs> so Musk. there was one called eight
0: point five, which was um Peru balsam, um some light patchouli. A lot of people don't act like they don't like patchouli, but it's actually in like almost everything. Um, people act like they don't. There like was patchouli. some <laughs> cedar and leather and um. Yeah. So it was like, it smelled like good, like a man's scent. And I used to wear it on my balls and like on armpits when I would dance and stuff. So I started selling it that way too. I was always, I'm always trying to think of more you ways like to make scent? money. <laughs>
1: yeah. Cross from Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So you want to buy this? Can I, <laughs> can I ask you a question that did is Did you not... ever sell
2: that? He just did a little back bend and showed us his whole, did you ever sell your whole? That no. <laughs> oh. No. But the me- for on video sure, yeah. Ah, oh, okay. But never privately you were never a sex worker.
0: Um, I have never taken loads for money. Oh. But
2: but I would that say That seems s- like such a missed opportunity.
1: <laughs> but he's allowed to do whatever he wants.
2: No, I know, but I Well, just, it's just I, it,
1: I just feel had Listen, I had the the have hog nothing left. Have- listen. How- let's talk about branding. They're, they're, the, the Matthew Camp brand is an the exclusive brand. <laughs> What'd you say? What'd you say? The hog and the looks. I the like hog that. and the looks. A good no, but it is it is an exclusive brand, right? Like, that's the whole yeah. vibe. Like, you weren't selling fragrances for $20. You were selling them for, like, Two hundred dollars, or like whatever it is, it was always like a high end sort of ninety. So a high end exclusive Nine. brand. Which meatball, if he were escorting, that then makes him accessible to whoever shows up with the money. So I think it would be a different. Not scenari- if his
2: brand is it's two thousand dollars an hour. Then it okay, makes but you. we can't sit here Super and talk exclusive. about his
1: okay. 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 Never mind. But here's <laughs> here's my question: Which also which is, listen,
0: the yeah, other thing too it. is there's just not enough people around here to do that. I don't live in like a city environment, so I'm not driving 50 hours for all that. It's just like a better, there's a better use of my time, you know? So,
1: so this is, this, this leads us to this because as sort of the tone of this conversation, I had a very different idea of who you were and what you were about Mm. before Mm -hmm. I met you and um does that happen a lot for you yeah i have a feeling Mm -hmm. that that is something you may experience a lot
0: yeah i don't get why though i think actually i do know why i think i like to keep things relatively vague um, on the internet as like a marketing tactic because that way people can like you for whatever it is that they caught that caught their eye in the first place and they can fill in the details you know because I feel like I
1: remember, I remember like hearing about your fragrances, and literally, yeah. this was like me in my like twenties, uh, you know, going, "Oh, so a go-go boy is selling a fragrance that smells like him for ninety bucks? Fuck off!" You know, like literally, <laughs> I, I'm not even trying to be rude. I'm just like, I'm saying like mm. that was the perception because you yeah, know, no, I, I love didn't, it though. I didn't know that you had, you know, a design background and an aesthetic background and like that type of vision, yeah. like. And I think what is so cool about what you have built is exactly what you just described with, like, the idea of, like, you keep it vague so people can either, like, love hate you, like, you know, jerk off to you while they're like, fuck this guy. What? He must live some glamorous life where he just shows his hog off and then he's a millionaire or whatever, like, knowing nothing about you or be obsessed with you and just want to have more information. And I feel like it's, it's like you you were able to sort of separate yourself from the yourself as a brand. And I think in this day and age, that is, we see this happening all the time with people who go on reality TV, especially the Queens who take the internet fodder of a 13 year old who is so dumb. Yeah. They don't understand the world writing horrific things on Twitter. And they take it personally.
3: Yeah. When,
1: what that comment is about has nothing to do with them as an actual person and everything to do with like some image that person saw and that person who's writing that comment has no idea what that, the reverberations of what they're doing. Like you have to be able to separate Don't talk about yourself. the Vixen
2: like she's here.
1: I'm not talking about the Vixen. <laughs> um, I mean, what do you feel about that? I didn't really come to a period on that statement, but the, I feel like no, all those ideas apply.
0: Yeah, I think that um, the internet is like the super powerful thing that we sort of like as Neanderthals have like found. (laughs) And like, we don't really understand how it works. We don't really understand how like most people, I would say, and actually everybody, no one understands how your subconscious works. No one understands how consciousness works and like how witnessing advertisements and things every day will have like an effect on the way that you view the world no no one really understands all this stuff yet so i think it's important to take like everything especially internet with like a grain of salt it's like a very powerful tool but it's also can be a very powerful weapon as well and the the really only way to protect yourself is to not have ego like you can't really care about what other people think because at the end of the day, everyone's just sort of like this like hurt abused person that's grown up in this world. That's like, abusive and like, I mean, as a history of like a a race, like as a human race, we have like a history of slavery and like using people in order to get more stuff. So like that's in our genetics. Yeah, we are the most.
1: No, I mean, we are the most cruel to
0: ourselves,
1: you know. It's true.
0: And this comes from like a long lineage of like genetic material informing how we react to the world. So like a lot of doctors would be like, oh, this is easy. We could go in and fix this DNA so that these, these reactions don't happen disease wise. You know what I mean? You go in there with medicine, you take. Um, you take pills and stuff to like repress these reactions that are naturally going to be happening in your body we haven't moved that yet or that sort of precision in science to the idea of living in a world every day in an environment or in media or in like the internet how that will affect mass groups of people even like religiously or politically or any of that stuff we don't have a lot of science that's mapping that stuff out yet so kind of like an ocean. We're discovering it at this point. We don't know what's inside. And social
1: media is like what fifteen years old at most. Yeah, like I remember not joining, even like I, a pickup. Yeah, I remember joining Facebook in college, and it's like, it's like, yeah, it's it's a it's a wild it's a wild a wild thing. And you know, yeah, we're so cruel to one another. We're so cruel to humans. We're so apathetic. And then you see people who are like assholes you know you know to other humans and then they make like full tiktok videos about like can you believe this dog was left outside in their own backyard during the rain and i went and i like stole the dog from my neighbor and brought it in the house because it was raining in the afternoon and you're like okay well it's an outside dog there's a dog house and there's food and water it's just like it's a rainy day in the spring, you know, like just little that shit like that. Oddly specific. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I just watched this video yeah, and I was like, it is very specific, but I get it. And I immediately thought, I'm like, does that woman do anything to help other humans in the world? Or is she like doing her first, like, like, you know, I call, I called the sheriff
0: and we yeah, got the dog and we did the whole
1: thing. And you're like, you're like, wait, what the fuck? Like, like,
0: you know, anyhow, um, do you guys have like a large conservative base of listeners? yeah
2: conservative yeah huge (laughs) yeah they love it the conservatives love us wait did you see that message i I voted for trump did
1: you see the message of the the person who was listening to us uh and and sometimes the ads will will be put in by like a local she was like i heard an ad for a local conservative person who's running for school board in my town on your podcast we were like what the fuck so
0: that's so, so funny
1: and there was an ad for brigham young university as well on our show somehow um but yeah sent, is that a christian he, school he, it's a mormon situation yeah oh. it was like for well, conservatives there you go.
2: like pro uh i it was not i
1: mean good. i'm into polygamy but that's about it uh no yeah we, isn't and, it like a well-known fact that all mormon men
0: are cocksuckers
1: Wow. Uh, wow. Are you just trying to direct us to watch a film you made in uh, the early <laughs> no, 2000s? Have you worn, worn the magic undies? <laughs>
2: Mormon
0: cocksucker?
2: <laughs> Did you wear the <laughs> magic <laughs> undies?
0: Yeah. The ones with the zipper in the back?
2: <laughs> yeah. It's like, how do you get in that without a friend? Okay. um, <laughs> yeah, <a> Zipper so-
1: <laughs> in the back and a flap in the front. Wait, so, you, so you, you've mentioned You're... it a few times now, but you moved away from New York and you You're now upstate. live-
2: Upstate, yeah. What took yes. you out of the city? You just didn't want to be there anymore. Lost um, its magic. For, the cock club.
3: Yeah.
0: For me, it was just like a <laughs> quality of life thing. I like to go like running. I like trees. I like plants. Um, you like a I don't elf. like a, a a loud city. Yeah, you know what I mean. I like a nice quiet cafe. Mm. You know, stuff Hass- like that. I'm Hassle. like real. What? Half full,
1: like meatballs bar experience.
0: Yeah, yeah. I might like go to a an bar tonight and a bar. I just like them half full.
2: No, wait. I, I have a question about that a half for later. Full asshole. What is that's when <laughs> they only half douche. So there's a little oh, yeah. bit of a just surprise the first left chamber, up in there. That's all you get. And ju- and just like Jasmine Once Rice, you're, in, you're gonna get a Snickers. Yeah, you know
0: yeah, what I mean? Exactly. Oh, I have a joke for you guys. Two dicks walk by a bar. Right. One looks yeah. at the other one and says, "Hey, you want to get shit-faced? shitfaced?"
3: Oh. Nice.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I to have full let, joke. Yeah, <laughs> I want to. Let's save more of those uh, butt jokes for fuck talk, which is our next segment. But before that, oh, okay. <laughs> why don't we? Do you do you want to talk a little bit more about um what happened to your house and yeah. you and your roommate and like how?
0: I, I mean, do basically, you... we're just very thankful to be alive. It was. A uh, very close call, personally. I mean, seconds, skin of our teeth, nothing left.
2: So, for the listeners, like, in the middle of the night, one night, uh, Matthew yeah. and his roommate I'll were asleep the in their home, and someone came and poured gasoline all over the front of their house and then lit in the their back. house on fire. The whole, oh, the back too. Damn, they were out to yeah. murder you. And they lit the house I on know. fire and uh, they w- luckily woke up and got out, but you lost literally everything because the house burned completely to the ground. Yeah. That is insane. Luckily, it's though- the weed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> Jesus. Luckily, though, people really did come together for you and helped you guys out with the GoFundMe. Did you reach your goal? We did, yeah. That's great. So now, yeah, how it was is, great. Like- I
0: was, I I felt so incredibly, um, even like when it was happening, I was just like, I wasn't really like, it was upsetting, of course, all that stuff was upsetting. But the thing that really touched me the most was like, I didn't have a shirt on, Six didn't have any clothes on. She just had like a bathrobe and like our neighbors literally like brought out clothes for us to wear because it was like snowing. It was very sweet. And that was like very touching. That was like one of the most touching things that happened the i was obviously like super thankful to feel so supported and loved on the internet it was um you know losing stuff that is it's just money it, you you can get it back you know what i mean and like um losing someone else or like a pet or something like that is like obviously much more worse um but it can it is devastating and just the fact that people like reached together and like it I felt very supported and like very loved and it was a huge blessing and I'm like so thankful for it
1: and the crazy thing is um you you shared footage from your like doorbell camera your like security camera oh, yeah and the person who did it is literally like in like a hazmat suit like like made very sure. To be unidentifiable, which is such like a this wasn't this wasn't some freak accident where a car backfired, yeah, and it was some dry brush, yeah, yeah like caught fire. It was
3: like
1: it was premeditated. It was intentional, yeah, like that. Do you? It, because I know you have a lot of community up there. Like, how do you feel, sort of being in the same place?
0: um Well, you know, I'm like not right over there right Right. now so like i'm not really like next door like hanging out over there but um i feel like there's nothing i can really do about it so like i can't really it's like
2: that's such a worrying about
0: you know am i gonna go to heaven i don't know who cares i don't give a shit i'm not there yet it's not happening so i just i'm not even thinking about it and that to be, house, be honest.
2: Well, <laughs>
1: no, I mean, so that's scary. an amazing attitude. I feel like I would be crippled with anxiety and fear. Yeah, like I would that, never want to maybe... leave
2: the house if I think that everyone was trying to burn me down at every minute, but I'm proud of you. <laughs> I think it's the, just one, it's one person. I don't think yeah, it's everybody. No, I'm sure it's one yeah. person. No, I don't
1: think it's everybody. Um, but it's crazy but, that it was such
2: a targeted attack.
0: And the house itself... Well, yeah, go for it. Yeah. I mean, the house is a very special place. It's, like, connected, obviously, to, like, the Church of Satan... Which is my friend? My friend Joe is actually the one that was like, "You should start doing OnlyFans. You should start doing Instagram. You should start doing a fragrance. You should start doing all this stuff." He was really the the person that incubated uh, my self confidence in order to even do these things in the first place. It was his house, so that's why I bought it. He obviously had, I'm sure, that kind of relationship with a lot of other people as well. He was a very inspirational person. He was very sweet, and he had a lot of a lot of friends. I don't know. I don't know. Someone could have felt like maybe it belonged to them. You know what I mean? Or whatever. I don't know what, I don't know, you know? So I don't know what necessarily anything specific, so many things it, it could be. And I just don't even know. Right. I can't even. Yeah.
2: It's it's not good to dwell on spend it. Spend that
0: much time thinking about it. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I know. Cause I've got like
0: TV shows to write. There you go. <laughs> and, Move it! and, you know, your,
1: um, <laughs> Your psychic told you, you're never going to know. So that can sort of even alleviate a little bit of that, like that space in your right? brain.
0: Yeah, totally. All right. So, Also, like, think about yeah. gay guys. They're, we're good with this sort of reasoning because like, how many of you guys go into like black rooms and like suck a bunch of dicks and like get gangbanged and it's like completely pitch black? they don't ever know they don't know who it is it's
2: that's just, true and they then go how about many their very mar- way yeah. you have you done that and then tried to set the room on fire you know what i mean it's, oh. you never know what's up <laughs> well let's take a quick break i never done and- that oh no, just me okay well we're gonna take a break <laughs> and we'll talk about what's going on in my head these
1: days meatball left eye queen <laughs>
2: <laughs> all right we're going to break
1: Okay, we are back, and, and it we're is back. time for fuck talk. But quickly, we d- but we do need to ask Matthew our question,
2: Paul. Oh Matthew, yeah, do you know Wicked? Do I know what Wicked? The musical. Yes. Have you yeah, ever yeah. seen it? No. Why not?
0: <laughs> I'm, I'm ADD busy. and dyslexic. I can't even get through a movie.
2: Oh God bless! Oh, but well, you watch Frozen, so you know. <laughs> so you know Elsa on a group. treadmill. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, you know it's just a wonderful tale about a, a, a green witch and her white friend. So maybe uh, <laughs> you should go watch Check it. Check it out. Um, now it's time. I for have our seen movie.
0: The Wiz though, and it's like one of my favorite movies. The Wiz oh, you better
2: ease on down the road. So good. Yeah.
0: Ease Wait, on the down. movie so
2: or the musical or the t- made-for-TV show one?
0: I think I made saw th-
2: the made-for-TV movie. Yeah, Ease on, on
1: down. Ease on down. Down the
2: road. <laughs> Come my on, my favorite. In. Ease up down. <laughs> Ease up down.
1: I love um, Slide Some Oil to Me.
2: That song really gets me going. Well... That's something that you can also hear in a dark room. Speaking of dark rooms, let's talk about uh, fuck talk. Fuck talk. This yeah, is our segment where we talk, talk about weird, uncomfortable sexual adventures that we've had in the past. Things that didn't go our way. Things that were weird, uncomfortable. Um, and if you have a fun story, a weird story, that'd be lovely.
1: Yeah, I have spent some time in upstate New York and the sexual pickings up oh, there yeah. are really in- interesting and unique. Yeah. They are a lot well, of my you know, demographic. I, I, they're older oh, which is really my white. demographic. Yeah, yeah. But it, it is the the, the I definitely had like a above a furniture store back in the barn behind an antique shop, like everyone sort of like runs their own business so you like all the hookup spots are like you have to drive 20 minutes and you're like oh a 20 minute commute for dick is nothing but it's like 20 minutes in a completely dark road with your brights on you like might hit a deer every five seconds and you're like this feels like a journey thoughts?
0: yeah yeah it's like thoughts about that um well you're hanging out in the wrong areas you are it, it, where you're going and I know where you're going you're going but, to the places where there's not a lot of colleges nearby correct you got to go on like a border of like a college town because then there's going to have a relatively more diverse amount of ages to right.
2: to choose from
0: you can't go like antique hunting and also looking for deck <laughs> ah!
2: wait wait <laughs> that's wait. that's a genius show idea right there Wait, what is it what antique is it antique dick show? hunters yeah <laughs> antique
1: dick show um the <laughs> where where it's not only about the how old the dick is but the value of the, the dick as well the value of that dick yeah yeah um, yeah
0: and, wait, and the story, Matthew, where has that dick been? <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. And,
1: well, you can do the smell test for it. You can let us know based on smell yeah, and Yeah, the taste. provenance. Yeah. Um, but Matthew, okay, so when I when I met you in person, it was on the Bard College campus when I performed in the Spiegel tent.
0: And as part oh, of that- Oh, that's right. You are hanging out at colleges. But as part of that
1: Not gig, the they put you up in a dorm room. Uh-huh so they put you up in a dorm room they literally give you it's like you sleep on one of those like weird like twin beds that are like extra long which is what they do in the dorm rooms and they give you like a threadbare sheet and a towel and because you're there for two nights on campus to do the show so you like everyone stays in the dorm room
3: yeah
1: i that night at one of the nights after the show the because also happening on that campus was like an opera performance and so there were all of these musicians from the city who would come up for the weekend and they would also be put up in the dorms so i had a guy come down to my dorm room and we hooked up and he was like a like a musician from the city but he he would just happen to be staying like one floor above me in the dorm room Uh, and he was like i'm at this cast party up here and i was like oh we'll just come down to my room i'll suck you off
0: so that's fun. That happened
1: in your region.
0: Um so that's pretty that's pretty good.
2: Do you um, have a please tell me you have a better story than that.
0: <laughs> I'm trying to think a lot of my like stuff is like more clinical where it's like all right, I have you coming over on Friday and we're filming for a few hours.
2: Yeah, why do not we talk about interact. that?
0: You know what I mean? Like well, do not- you have sex for fun? Is That's yeah? Do so you sexy. have sex
2: for fun anymore? Because yeah, of, of course. Or, oh, okay, but how do you how do you schedule? Like, how do you keep the moments alive yeah. when you have scheduled OnlyFans sex?
0: Well, those people are like looking forward to it typically, so they're in the same sort of mindset where they,
2: yeah, usually.
0: One of my favorite things. I actually love when people do this when like bottoms like check out completely. And they're just like quiet and like like laying there, and then like one eye is like kind of drifting off, and they're just like laying there getting fucked. I think it's so funny. And (laughs) that's you're saying. Do you ever think not from drugs? Oh, not from drugs or anything like that. Just because they're just like so used to getting fucked. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh, and they're like, they're
1: at work. It's like when you're at work and your mind wanders and you're like, okay, I got to go, go to the grocery store and then I got to get my laundry <laughs> later today. But sure, meanwhile, yeah. they're
2: just, yeah they're, they're just checked out. They're yeah. just like
0: a hole at that, at that S- point.
2: Speaking of a half empty bottom, have you ever dealt with an accidental poopy mistake on camera? Oh,
0: co- on cam? Yeah, of course. Of
2: course. Mm. How do you deal with that? You just get past it?
0: Just eat it up real quick, and then you keep going.
2: Ah! Wait, no, I'm just is...
0: kidding. Um, I've taught a lot of people how to douche, actually. Um, and how
2: are they doing it wrong? And is there tips, such thing us. as a a self cleaning model?
0: There, I have met guys that are like just magically clean all the time and self lubricate. It's very rare. I would say like one in every like
2: seventy is like that.
1: Talk to us about the self-lubrication, because we just did a whole segment on this. How many people have you this. fucked,
2: but you know it's one in 70?
1: What is... <laughs>
0: a lot. The
2: answer is a lot. Yeah.
0: yeah. I keep very, very scientific notes. Very simple. <laughs> <Do you? critical. laughs> what is
1: lubricating the self lubrication? Up here, line? up here I do. What is lubricating? What liquid is it? What fluid is it? What sack does it come from?
0: Well, very famously, you know, the human anus produces, I think, over like 27 different kinds of anal mucus. So depending on like diet, or just generally where that person's from in the world. Remember, I talked ag- again about how like fisting could possibly be some sort of like, evolutionary trait that just gets picked up uh-huh. by like humans as like a way to like survive better. It could be the same thing with like self lubricating assholes. It's for whatever reason, there was like a bunch of guys and then some of them weren't being as protected in the group. And so they just started bottoming. And then genetically that's just like, you know, who knows, who knows why these things happen? It's like so bizarre, but I think it could just be something like that. Like we're moving into such a much more modern sort of like organization of like human beings living together, like tightly clustered in a civilization that like Mm. the body's just going to start doing weird shit. Think about it like this, like rats, like human, not human human rats Um, like rats that are living living (laughs) human rats rats that are like living in like super condensed like areas they start doing weird shit like sometimes if they're super stressed the moms will like eat the babies you know what i mean or like Mm. they'll chew off their toes you know what i mean and so like we don't know really what like what what's going on we're just sort of like living in the moment you know and so for all evolutionary speaking that guy My.
1: that I mentioned last week—that's why he makes his own, as he words it, "cunt juice." Well, think
0: of, yeah. Well, think think about it like this: there's like <laughs> these, there's tribes of people that like hunt underwater and they like go swimming. Oh yeah, and they they can these, hold so they have like five to six minutes. They, and they can see in like dark water really, really good. So that you could see like uh, evolutionary how something like living in that environment and doing something on a regular basis. And that's the other thing that we, we don't know a lot about sex. We don't have a lot of sexual behaviors mapped out socially. So, like, who knows? Your father could have been getting fisted a bunch and, like, not telling anybody. And then he, he passes that it. trait down on. You never know. That's you never, my point. He is like, not fine.
1: Wait, so do you have do you have like a wild go to story if you've had a lot of sex? Like was there ever like something crazy where like someone's identity was fake, you went to a weird location, um, like the dick was wild, it had two heads on it, anything like that?
0: One time I was in LA and this guy catfished me. <gasps> and, and he, he was, knew who the you picture, were well, I think someone was also catfishing him as me because he was talking to me like he knew who I was. And I was like, buddy, I don't know you. We have never met before. And he's like, you keep promising you're going to fuck, never do it. And like all this stuff. And I was like, I'll, I'll fuck you. You're hot, dude. But I don't know. I don't know who you are. I've never met you before. i glad that you're like, he wouldn't to believe it, you know? it, Yeah. Well, you know. Anyway, so he's like, if you let me come over right now, I'll like give you a bunch of cash or whatever. I'm like, yeah, sure, whatever. So he comes over. He, like, hands me this envelope. I don't even care. I just, like, honestly was just going to fuck him. So he hands me this envelope full of, like, what, what feels like cash. I didn't open it or look at it. Monopoly. I just, like, put it down.
2: Monopoly.
0: Yeah, and so I was, like, and so then I was, like, fucking him or whatever. And then I'm, like, looking at him from behind. I'm like, I don't think you're the same person. Like close enough that I couldn't wait. You are, I couldn't deep, really dig deep in wait, him,
2: and you that's when you were. Did you not from look the at his face? His head? Was the, what was the, What did he show up in a mask and it was dark? How did no, you not it was see just his face? Like,
0: it was like late, it was like a hotel, you know what I mean? So, I just wasn't like really paying attention that closely. And then, like, I kind of realized it and I was like, I don't think it's the same guy. And then, like, I kind of finished up because I like realized that I thought this guy was kind of weird. So then, like, he left, and then I'm like, that guy was weird. And I like open up the thing of the cast, and it's all fake movie money. <laughs> ah,
2: he got you, girl. Did but he block you? He right got after me. He
0: left? What?
1: Did he block you right after did you? he left? Or oh, of, did course, you ma- of course. Of oh. course. Yeah. What is that?
0: Why do people do that? Because they're shady? I don't know.
2: I just that don't understand. I don't know. Fishing someone and then. Uh, meeting them and acting like nothing is wrong well because like cl- if you're close you know what i mean if you're close if just like-
1: use your own photo the whole point yeah, of fishing is point? to use a completely different person
0: i don't know i feel
1: like you said you feel like dl guys do it because they don't want their actual photo but they find someone who looks like
0: them so that they're like yeah
1: okay that makes sense that makes sense actually i never really thought about that
0: especially if like their family's super religious and they don't want to be like um, you know, yeah. physically harmed <laughs> completely. Yeah.
2: Well, I guess listen. that makes sense, but I don't believe it. <laughs> um, listen, this has been such a wonderful chat. I still don't <laughs> think that self-lubricating assholes exist, and I will die on this. Oh pill. my
0: they hundred percent do. No, they don't, da-
2: Matthew. We spoke to a
1: doctor last week who was like, Yes, the rectum makes mucus, but it's only used um to help, to help poop. poop out come out and it doesn't actually ever leave the rectum.
2: But if we're gonna go by what um Matthew Camp is saying, Matthew maybe Camp says people, we've evolved. Maybe people are evolving and their mucuses. body is realizing that our how did our mucus- you, say,
1: you said famously the asshole makes twenty seven different mucuses, as if we all knew that. I have never heard that well it's life.
2: like it's a William Burroughs quote. Oh. Yeah. It makes 27 different mucuses? Something like that. It's probably I not the to... right number. Listen, and here's the problem. is I talk to a doctor, you know what we're going to do? Rectum. We're going to have you back, and then we're going to have a doctor, oh, I and I would like the two of you to fight in front of me.
0: But yeah. this says, I'm looking at I also the had internet. a doctor telling me human beings don't get
2: parasites. I was like, that's the that's stupidest thing I've ever heard. Lie. I, I know. Have you seen all these people eating papaya seeds, shitting out, shitting out, um... They eat papaya seeds
1: to get out their parasites, and then they're like, you really got something out. I'm like, show me the bowl. I need to see what someone you're claiming.
2: What you can- I saw one, and it was a worm that was, like, this long. It was, like, a Just living worm. in
1: your stomach. Have you ever or had worms? A ringworm, uh, Have you ever worm. had worms, Matthew?
0: No, but you just gave me, like, this great visual of, like, someone spelling out something in a, like, toilet bowl with, like, turds. Yeah. But yeah. it's... It's just being spelled out with the worms. What? <laughs> well, right. I had a friend that went show. to Japan and
2: got. It's got, um... like
0: alphabet soup, you know? Ah!
2: <laughs> so you really are not afraid of poop or anything but related. You said you <laughs> far, eat it right how up. How
1: far have you gotten your arm inside someone?
0: Oh, uh, probably just like the ear. Nothing crazy. Nothing Who's been crazy. the worst
2: scene partner you've ever filmed?
0: Ah! Say their name. Uh,
2: yeah, I'm trying to think.
0: No one, no one professional, like just amateur, some amateur dude.
2: Yeah, yeah, that happens. Has, do people get real nervous and then they like freeze up, or or they love it? It's like one or the two.
1: Well, where well, can people find you, you on the you, internet? Guys,
2: what? <laughs> what? What? What about us? What do you mean? You don't. Why don't you have an OnlyFans? Do you have an OnlyFans? No, but they did reach out to me a couple of times to create one, and I was yeah. like, I don't think it's for me. You're like, bitch, my dick's just too big. They can't handle it. <laughs> no. Well, you I were going to just... do it in drag, right? Uh, yeah, I think they wanted me to do it in drag. And I think it wasn't a sexual thing. I think they wanted me to just, like, mm-hmm. have a little OnlyFans show. But Dipper, we have considered having Dipper do one. But I think it's that thing where he now has, like, we have. he doesn't want to show his body. And so it would just be videos of him sucking dicks. It's... Which I think is less bad than showing your own dick. To me, well, see, I don't think... Tamisha. To
1: me, To Misha, Iman, the, the reason I am hesitant, I, I get weird. Like, I very much like the pop star vibe of, like, I will be, like nude in a music video meaning like you cannot see my crack yeah, yeah, yeah. or my balls but like I'll show my whole body I'll do whatever fantasy like I'm into all of that I you know I'm happy to like have my body out but to me I'm like the whole point of the only fans in my book is like everyone is like oh we've seen it all on Instagram but when we go to the only fans we get the dick and balls and I'm like yeah. I have like a regular dick and balls and a regular butt and same. Sexually is like the one. Did you talk? Time... Yeah, Get exactly. Yeah.
2: I um but have you ever messed around with a silicone? Sorry, dipper finish and then I'll ask. Um
1: but to me, like I, I, I also feel like sexually is the one time when I don't feel like I'm performing. Um uh, yeah. because I make music, because I do shows, because I talk on this podcast. Like, all of these things and then I curate it and I think about it and I edit it and it's, it's, it's all sort of like part of it. And so anytime I've been with a guy who like pulls a camera out, I'm like, really? The two of us, like me, like choking on your dick and you just experiencing it in the moment is like not worth it. So I have this weird aversion to like filming anything sexual and having it not be in the moment. That's just like how my personality is raised i also or, or uh, was developed i also think i have a fair amount of hang-ups about like i think when i first started looking at porn i like only looked at dudes who had like 10 inch cocks and even though in real life i interact with like all kinds of dicks there's something to me in porn where i'm like oh if you do not like if you don't need like an extra support in your underwear to walk around town you should not be making only fans what are, are you is- doing which yeah. is not how i consume porn i at this yeah, point yeah. in my life sex. i consume tons of different types of porn but there's something yeah. that in my brain was just sort of like that that it and and there's something about it where i feel like it's so like it feels like special and private and like almost fun that it's like i have like a shyness around filming myself having sex because to me it makes it like more of an organic like one on one-on-one, one-on understand 5 but- experience.
2: How did you yeah. get past your, like, yeah. I mean, were you ever camera shy? Like, wh- how did you start and not be like, ooh, someone's gonna see my penis? Oh, my God, I'm still camera shy. I'm what? still camera shy. The, I, oh, okay. I'm not. I I'm gonna be honest with you guys.
0: I'm not a great porn performer, but I do enjoy having sex, so I can, like, document myself having sex a lot easier than I can, like, go onto a set and like fuck in front of like 25 people.
1: Well, and I got to tell you, the porn I like is much more like put the camera in the corner of the room and let me just watch what happens than it is the like same. Yeah. Yeah. Do you ever listen, can I just ask you one question? When you're like <laughs> you, a bottoms on his uh, his back, you're holding his ankles, you're like fucking the shit out of him, do you ever just turn and mm. wink at wink at the camera?
0: Of course, yeah. Really? But that's because I can see I can see it,
1: yeah. You're like shout out to oh all you paying my
0: bills. Wink.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thanks for the help. All right. Well listen, we made it. <laughs> we,
2: we did, did it, it to, we made Yay. it to the end of the show. So You where will can come back and you f- will fight with the doctor in front of me, but until <laughs> then, where can people find you on the internet?
0: Um, always, always please go check out my OnlyFans. You will see a lot of inappropriate sexual things happening to people, lots of jizz, lots of jerking off. Um, there's actually one where I'm fucking Big Dipper. Go check it out. Uh, wait. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, if <laughs> and you then, didn't figure
1: out how to get something in my asshole, I would be very grateful at this oh point. Oh my god.
0: I'm like the whole doctor. I swear Jesus to god, I'll Christ. have that thing turned into a pussy in a month. <laughs>
2: Wow, (laughs) sounds like Uh, a problem. Oh yeah. So we'll we'll have also a lot of closeted
1: men in Glendale would be very appreciative if you could do that. Let me
0: tell you. Oh my god, (laughs) I I should actually. That is my private service that I would offer. Is like an anal therapist.
1: Yeah, like let me let me turn your hole into a receptacle.
0: Yeah, yeah. Follow these eight simple rules. One. I don't know what they are. I haven't yeah, thought about okay, right. them. Well, write, okay. it, write it down. It's a duo. <laughs> write it down, down. down. Yeah. and then we'll get back and then we'll talk about them. Okay. <laughs> it's a duo so lupa. Wh- it's a duo lupa song. Yeah, I got it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Ones. Clean
1: out, yeah, your clean hole. the hole, whatever.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay, okay. <laughs> at least we both know where to start. Yes, <laughs> so that's thank good, you. Yeah, that's yeah, that's a good, that's yeah, yeah. a good. I have clean hole.
2: All right, thanks so much thanks for listening so much to Sloppy listening Seconds. To sloppy you, can seconds. You, can you can follow us on Instagram at Sloppy Pod. You can send us an email, to Sloppy Seconds Pod at gmail.com, or you can call with your fuck talk story to 2, one three five three six. 9180 Our Instagrams are Big Dipper Jelly and Spiciest Meatball. Or you can follow me at Twitter at Fat Drag Meatball. And don't forget to subscribe so you don't ever miss an episode, which come out every Tuesday and Friday. Goodbye. Goodbye. Doodle doot do Forever Dog. To listen to Sloppy Seconds, ad free and one day early, sign up for Forever Dog Plus at foreverdogpodcast.com slash plus. Sloppy Seconds is produced by Forever Dog and Moguls of Media, a.k.a. Mom. Hosted by Big Dipper and Meatball. Music, editing, and sound design by William Pitt. Executive
1: produced by Willem Belli, Alaska Thunderfuck, Joe Cilio, Brett Boehm, and Alex Ramsey.
2: Our artwork was drawn by Christian Cimarroni. And our theme song was written by Mike Malarkey.